Welcome to Thought Cups, coming to you live from the mean streets of Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. And I'm Officer Grant, wishing all the Chicagoans a happy uh, Dave Matthews Band shitting the bridge day. It's a big deal here. It's a big deal. We're celebrating. It's 19th anniversary of Dave Matthews um, accidentally spilling 800 pounds of human excrement onto an unsuspecting tourism boat. How much shit? Like how how long do you think the shit was sitting in the in the tour bus? For the eight hundred pounds, too long. It's a lot. Too long. Like, how? I mean, like, I, I think there's a lot of logistics we got to break down here. Because, like, how long are you supposed to, or like, how often are you supposed to empty that out? Because, like, if I, if, if say we were on tour, I would have no idea, but I would definitely make sure that it wouldn't fall out on a boat of people. Well, it was the driver, over a bridge. the driver, the tour bus driver that just like saw like the grates yeah. on the bridge and just went. No, no. Oh, it no, was intentional. No one will notice. It was intentional. Yeah. Oh my. God. Wait. So they literally did what Homer Simpson did in the Simpsons movie and just like yeah. dumped it out on the lake. Yeah, it was a huge inspiration. Bunch of pig it was crap. Three years prior. Yeah. And wow. with us today is Jab Fifty Yen. How's it going, Jab? Happy to Hello. have you back. That was that was quite an introduction. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, I know. Like Welcome. this, you're not you're not from Chicago, but this is you know something we do take quite seriously here is the anniversary of the Dave Matthews Band bridge shitting incident. Gee, I, I had no idea. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even know, like, an entire plane, let alone a little bus, could handle 800 pounds of shit. Yeah, I would like, not I would like to, but, like, just, like, I wonder what that looked like. Just, like, as you look up and see 800 pounds of human feces I did like a recreation like video of that one time I I took like one of the riverboat tours and as we like went under the bridge I made sure to get like a shot of it like as we're like going <laughs> underneath and then I made like a video for TikTok like I you know, about Dave, to say. Dave like walking you recreated the it I, I saved 8,000 yeah. pounds of shit <laughs> personally I saved 8,000 pounds to recreate this yeah, we did that. Zwick helped. Got a lot of poo saved up. Yeah. The first it thing was, I thought it, it was right. actually all Zwick. It was mostly Zwick. He's full of shit. <laughs> I remember there was this movie that came out with Robin Williams called RV. And like to oh, this yeah. day, it traumatized me because there was a whole like 15 minute uninterrupted scene where the shit tank in the RV was backed up. And it was just full uninterrupted scenes of him trying to empty it. And it kept exploding on him. And like I'm I'm just like this is a kids movie and I'm seeing Robin Williams with like feces all over his lips, all over his face. Ew. And they're showing it in such detail and I'm like why did this why did they show this for children? Like I remember seeing a whole bunch of moms like running out of the theater when they, when <laughs> when this happens and I That's and I'm surprised no one talks about that like at all. Probably cuz everyone wanted to forget about it. Yeah, I was going to say I remember seeing that movie like from Redbox or something back in the day. I do not remember the poo. That's all I remembered. Like that, like <laughs> stuck with me. Like to, to to this day, I'm like I'm never seeing that movie ever again. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to say, Jab, you were a mover, you were a shaker, you are working in the industry. And before I get to that, did that did that scene in RV inspire you to want to like become an editor and work in like Hollywood and everything? What kind of question is that? I mean, Kevin uh, is right. I was inspired to make sure a scene like that never shows up in a movie ever don't again. Don't placate him. Okay, that's fair. 
Yeah, that's fine. Forget Edi- it. editing it out. Make sure yeah. that none of our celebrities have to be showered and shit ever again. Unless, unless they make a movie about the Dave Matthews Band incident. And Grant, you mentioned this was the 19th anniversary. The Big 20s coming up next summer. I think we're due for a biopic. I think, um, I think we need to add a fifth star to the Chicago flag, um, commemorating it. A brown we star. Four, we have four stars <laughs> right now. A brown star would be appropriate. Um, you know, they're all commemorating historical events throughout um, Chicago's history, and I figure why not add one more. What are the other ones? One is like a World's Fair, right? Um, there's two world's fairs. One of them's Fort Dearborn. I think the last one is, uh, I think the fire. Okay. And then the fifth one would be the Dave Matthews Panda yeah. tour bus. It's up there. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, w- I would agree. I would, I think it's huge. Uh, but going back to, uh, going back to jab and away from the poo for, for a little bit, uh, you work for the living tombstone. Uh, you were an editor for Mother's Basement, uh, which I was watching a video of his recently, and I saw I was uh, pleased to see a little segment that said uh, Jab edited this part. I think you snuck that in during one of the parts of the video. Oh yeah, um, I- I'm kind of honored because every time he does a live action segment, he always wants me to be the editor, and uh, I really appreciate it because he just allows me to add all my inside jokes that only I get, like all of my edits that I think is funny. Which is not often, like, whenever I edit for other YouTube channels, I always get notes being like, I get it, it's funny, but can you please take this out? Like, this is not going to work <laughs> with yeah. everyone else. But he just, like, fully lets me, like, do anything I want. So that's cool. I just, I just fully take advantage of it. So that's, that's more or less become my main role is, like, whenever he needs a live-action thing to be super attention-grabby, he, he calls it the jab flare, which nice. is flattering. <laughs> So, so yeah, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, Mother's Basement is like an anime and manga retrospective channel. Been around for a long mm. time. Uh, yeah, 2016 is when yeah. it started. Uh, the owner used to write for I want to say Destructoid and Rock Paper Shotgun and other okay, things like cool, that. Cool. And then he started getting more passionate about the anime, so he made that channel. And then uh, I got tagged along three years into it, and I've been doing it ever since. So oh, uh, about four and a half years. Very cool. And then you've been at the Living Tombstone for a while as well, right? Uh, yeah, about three years and three months. Uh, nice. got got hired during the pandemic. Um, I but it's not editing though. I, I handle their social media and their marketing. Mm-hmm. So that's more of my more of my industry uh, uh title job is like head of marketing. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. You you're a mover. You're a shaker. You do it all. It's impressive. <laughs> the, the the jab of all trades. Yeah. Feel free to use that. Put that in your uh, if if it's not in your Twitter bio tomorrow, I'll be hurt. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> bio, it. LinkedIn bio. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard it here first on Thought Cops. That's where the, the joke got invented. <laughs> you know, I, I have been like, you know, I, I've been on the job hunt for a while, and as a result, I've spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And that website is so twisted. It's cracked out. It's just evil. the way that people use it is so it's so bizarre. Like I, I don't know if you've noticed this, Grant. Where the I I've just seen like like I I've just been paying attention to how people post on there, and like they'll post like memes or just like pseudo inspirational garbage, and it's always oh, yeah, like yeah. a picture. Like someone's like, I turned thirty eight years old today, and then it's like that's just the one sentence. Like okay, that's nice, but then it says <laughs> and then there's always the read more, and everything is like spaced out. So like you have to like keep like scrolling to read more of it, and he's like, it's one of those like annoying like marketing things. Like, huh? 
guess I got your attention. Well, while you're here, kind of thing. And it's it's smart in a way, but like I hate the fact that it's just like you're using this like Facebook, but it's it's LinkedIn. Like it's just like, even yeah. the most like banal human interaction has to be like turned into this like they cannot turn off the sales pitch mindset. Oh yeah, all the predatory marketing that you already see on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn is like the testing zone. It's like everyone who follows their LinkedIn accounts are just the guinea pigs for that. And it gets super predatory. There was one woman that I had to yell at because she was like running some like uh, payroll thing that she was trying to get companies to use. And she would message me saying, hey, here's this new software that we would really love uh, your company to try out. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't respond a week later. Hi, it appears that you've read my message, but didn't seem to respond to it. Uh, oh I, I'm Here's God. another message uh, reminding you to respond to it. Don't respond again. And then she goes... I'm seeing that the notification turns to red, but you didn't respond. Please choose from these three options on why you decided not to respond. And she listed three reasons. She was like, one, your company already has a payroll program and are contractually obligated to keep using it. Two, uh, you're just too busy and were intending on responding to me later. And then the one that got me was three. You're not interested and are ignoring me. Sad face emoji. That's got to be an AI, right? <laughs> I don't know because like I'll, I'll check her LinkedIn profile and it seems human. So like, which is arguably worse. That yeah, I mean, that's like, very human. Um, it, I, I also feel like LinkedIn is sort of like uh, you're the victim to like civility culture because it's like you can't really go off on LinkedIn. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of times when people will... Uh, there's actually a really good subreddit for all you... Um, incels out there um that go on reddit um but there's a really good subreddit called it's like linkedin lunatics or something like that and like the amount of like crazy one went viral a couple weeks ago where a guy was doing the thing where he was uh talking about like i know it's uh controversial to talk about hitler but like we'd be amiss to not like you know uh critically and you know critically analyze like how good of a leader he was and like he read this book on Hitler and whatever and was like saying all the positive things and of course like lost his job and it's just like yeah and apparently you just have to be nice to those people because it's like that's your face representing your co- so you can't be like hey fuck you asshole like you have to be it's, like mm, uh, questionable content let me you know whatever it's like yeah, you can't, Jesus. You can't get in flame wars on LinkedIn and that's probably where everyone wants to get in flame wars and just scream at people because they deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, now that you mention it, I've, yeah, I've never seen reply wars or common arguments on LinkedIn. Like it either yeah, just gets a, ignored or reacts. It's a to bad like look. It's a bad look to argue on that site. Like I've seen a couple, but they're very like they, they do, like you said, remain pretty civil or they're just like, like something like I saw someone was like, like, Hey, I've been unemployed for like nine months. I'm really in need of a job. Da, 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 da. And like this one guy, you know, replies, he's like, just a bit of advice, maybe remove the pronouns from your bio and you should, you know, maybe that could help a little bit. And then there's all these people who are like, oh, God, angry about that, but also like trying to respond in like the most like business casual way possible. Well, no, why, why should what are the metrics? Why, why should he do that? Like trying to disprove him with like statistics instead of like, hey, you're a dick. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's on the table as like oh we're, we're having like a a, di- a discussion about this and it's like you shouldn't have to discuss with these people you know mm-hmm. but I digress right. a twisted you know those, place uh, 
you know those cursed phone ads that like people were freaking out about back in like 2019 2020 uh remind uh, me they would just be like weird puzzle phone games and then there would just be like a video of someone having a seizure right next to it being like this person can't get enough of this game (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah, I LinkedIn was where all the business for that was happening. Like I remembered um getting a whole bunch of DMs from these Chinese game developers saying, Hey, we need you to make 15 second ads for these puzzle games no one's heard of. And I remember how much Twitter was like freaking out about these cursed phone advertisements. So I was like, maybe if I tone them down a bit, like they'll it'll be more accepting. So mm-hmm. I was still like downloading random TikToks of people dancing, being like, Oh, they're dancing because they just won this one game. And I would send it to them and they would literally respond back being like, no, this isn't crazy enough. This is too normal. And, and like they said, they, they said they weren't going to use my video. So they didn't pay me. But then whenever I was on apps, I came across my own ads on like, on like these apps at some point. And I'm like, wait, so they used it anyway and they pretended to reject it so they wouldn't have to pay me. Yeah. Like that that sounds, that tracks. I saw one of those videos once. I follow this guy on TikTok who is a lawyer, which is an interesting way to start this story. And like (laughs) he, he uploaded a video of like him graduating law school. And then one of those like apps like ripped that video. And it's like him like hugging his significant other being like, oh, my God, I got in sort of thing. But it was like, oh, my God, look, we won the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, like they'll take these like actual heartfelt videos and just recontextualize it. Or right. like, yeah, like like they'll show kids like hugging their their dads who came <laughs> back from Iraq or something. But like they'll Photoshop it to like the dad holding a box of a PS5 or like a dad holding a mobile phone. <laughs> and it's like, thank you so much, dad. I love you now. And then it transitions. Oh, to, like, yeah. And especially when you can tell that like when you read their lips and they're not like exactly saying what like someone like dubs them over. But because it's someone that's talking, you don't really know that like you don't notice that they're not saying that. But um, yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing was the guy's a lawyer, and he's like, I think I can just sue you over this for did probably he? a lot of money. Do you know if I he don't did? Know. I don't know if he did or not. Oh. There, were, we there could- were a couple of those ads that were like taking videos of Critical, and they were just dubbing over him, being like, I just found this new game. <laughs> oh, my but like, God. They, they wouldn't even bother to lip sync him yeah. to like whatever the other person was saying. So it's just This, this new Chinese thing. mobile game is really interesting and actually really fun. And they would mimic his monotone voice too. They would <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just found this new game. <laughs> like it's, and, and we thought the same thing. We were like, Critical could probably sue uh, for this, but oh, you know, yeah, we, we don't know if he did. I know advertising has always been pretty evil, but is it more evil now? Sound off in the chat. <laughs> I I say it is, and I don't know if that's gonna like get me in trouble, but I, I yeah, I mean, think it is. I, I just this is, I mean. There are so many layers where I'm like, surely they won't sink that low, will they? And then it's like, oh, well, nevertheless. And then it just keeps happening. Yeah, it's um, I I, one thing that we call it is like professional manipulation or like socially acceptable manipulation, because at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like they're just trying to find ways to like grab like your brain cells and like change them and like get a hold of your feel good hormones and change them. Like you always hear about how the colors red and yellow makes you hungry mcdonald's logo red and yellow and right. how and every how blue food logo yeah yeah and how like the color blue makes you comfortable mattress companies tend to be blue like yada 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 like it's all brain chemistry same thing with like music too like there's this thing called the millennial whoop 
But like, have you noticed that instead of choruses and like songs on the radio these days, it's always some sort of like, ah, uh, uh, like it's, it's like some, wave oh, yeah. pattern. I've been and, commenting on that for a decade. Yeah. That like always, do that. It, you know, I, I hate fucking when people blame millennials for things because I'll notice certain trends and I'll get really irritated by them. And I'll be like, why is everyone do this? Why does everyone say doggo? Why is everyone, you know, talk like mm-hmm. this? It's so yeah. fucking annoying. And people think that I'm a fucking <laughs> hater. And then like <laughs> 10 years go by and everyone's like, hey, look at these fucking stupid millennials saying doggo. And it's like, motherfucker, I've been making fun of this for forever. And I now know. it's cool to do it. But everyone thinks that I'm just like a stark raving lunatic. Dude, that I is, am, that but that's shit- not the point. That shit gets under my skin so much. That happens to me all the fucking time, too, where it's like, I look like the asshole because I was ahead of the curve on hating you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's cool later on and I'm hating something new and you think I'm in. I'm still an asshole, which I, I am. But I'm you'll agree with me soon. Well, and then the worst part is that they say like, oh, well, that's just millennial speak like, oh, that's millennial the millennial whoop this is millennial gray this is whatever and it's just like i i don't want to be associated with the thing that i've spent my entire life complaining about i also don't want to hear that shit from the mouths of zoomers yeah like yeah, fuck it's a you very zoomer thing to do is with, to, yeah yeah hating with on their us middle parts and their misuse of aave <laughs> it's only it's only a matter of time until generation alpha comes for your fucking asses yeah, give all about that skibbity toilet, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, I don't get the skibbity toilet." It's like, yeah, because you're fucking old now. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I we talked about it last time. Well, I guess we didn't want to. <laughs> we did Well, we weren't supposed to tell Asterios what it was. You remember? Oh, um, yeah, but I guess. Uh, and you never what, did. You never. You never bothered to look. You, you I curious. Didn't learn what it was. No, and you my didn't girlfriend hit, you didn't even hit the... like asked me if I knew what it was or was telling uh-huh. me something, and I still couldn't retain anything. Jab, you know what the skibbity toilet is, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Can you explain it to Grant, please? I so I, I have a bit more of an optimistic opinion on it. Like you've watched like early Gary's mod videos and Source Filmmaker videos, right? Where <laughs> no, okay, this is gonna be harder than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Okay, never, never mind. I it's absurdist know. humor. It's absurdist humor. It's right? absurdist humor, but like it, it's it's always ten times easier to explain if someone grew up with Gary's mod or Source Filmmaker videos, but. Source Filmmaker and Gary's Mod are like tools that you can use where you take game character or characters from Valve games like Half-Life, TF2, and people just recontextualize them to different scenarios. So there's like a decade's worth of fan videos about that. You see, back in the day, we had sprite comics for Flash animations. Yeah. And then uh, Gary's Mod kind of became like a recreation of that. So Skibbity Toilet is uh one of the characters from half-life and they're just coming out of a toilet and they're singing a song that i think was produced by timbaland and it's it's called skibbity toilet because that's just hilarious it goes skibbity bop bop da da yes skibbity <laughs> it sounds like the so this isn't USA like uh it. like a new product that i'm buying from home depot no it's like it's like okay. three it's like three recycled I, things like put into one it's source filmmaker a song timbaland produced like 11 years ago and uh some guy from the source filmmaker community just putting it together oh that's but, a lot less interesting and also a lot more confusing um I know, I like imagine. I, I got so defeated when I when when you said no when I asked if you knew what source filmmaker <laughs> was, I was like, God, I'm way more online than I thought I was. 
Well, it's like the just, same. It's the same sense. The same part of the brain that finds an interest in like YouTube poop and stuff like that. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I said, it's just absurd, weird internet shit. It's been around forever. This is a new form of that, and for some reason, it just seems to have uh, become popular with five and six year olds. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I've noticed with kids is like from Five Nights at Freddy's to Poppy's Playtime and whatnot is that kids love to be scared. And kids love to be scared of things that are associated. Not me. I hate it. I hate it now. I hate being an adult and being scared. Yeah. Well, again, you're ahead of the curve. Ten years later, people are going to hate being scared and then judge you for loving being scared. (laughs) And then they're going to be like, ooh, the millennial scaries. And I'm going to be like, God damn it. I hate being scared. But like Skibbity Toilet, uh, I think like a lot of kids just don't like the idea of a head coming out of a toilet because like. It's like the fear of the unknown. I, I've always heard kids growing up like being scared to use the toilet because they're not they're like worried something's gonna pop out and attack them in their most vulnerable state. So I think much like how Five Nights at Freddy's answered the horror of like what happens if I get locked in the Chuck E. Cheese with all these animatronic animals, yeah. Skibbity Toilet kind of uh like like captures the same fear of like what if a living creature pops out of this toilet and I have no idea it's in there because I can't see it. Like, I was looking I'm, up some videos recently of like uh, you hear about this in Australia and other places where like snakes will come out of the toilet. Oh, yeah, they absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, and like Rats I just can was also watching do it also. I was watching mm. videos of like yeah, people like they got the animal control people like pulling this like gigantic like python out of a out of a fucking toilet hole. It's horrifying shit because like I I can I can see why Skibidi toilet is scary, you know, and I I I would be so pissed off if that guy's head came out when i was trying to take a dump boy what what's it singing <laughs> see, see Kevin, you're spoken like a true gen alpha you get these yeah. kids you get their fears i do i i've always you know related to generation alpha somehow <laughs> 10 years ago i saw a video of a guy flushing a toilet and as he did like 15 frogs came out of like the inner rim of it and for like a whole oh, yeah, year i've seen that video Every time I had to go use the bathroom for like a whole year you afterwards, I would frogs. flush it. Yeah, I would flush it once because oh I was like, God. I don't want to feel a fucking frog like on my on like my upper upper thigh when I'm in my most vulnerable state. So it worked. That was a fear, and that video lived rent free in my head for like a year afterwards. So because kids love being scared, I can imagine uh, Skibbity Toilet just kind of like validating a fear that a lot of kids have. But I feel bad for parents now because now I'm seeing Reddit posts of like, I can't fucking potty train my son. He refuses to use the toilet because of Skibbity Toilet. Oh, he's my af- God. He's afraid of a man popping up. This was, I, I, I knew it. It was big diaper all along. They're trying, <laughs> big, they're trying to keep huggy. kids in diapers for their whole lives. Because like, think about it. Like, They can only sell diapers to babies and old people. And there's a huge market of that in between kids, teenagers, adults, middle-aged people. They're not wearing diapers. What better way to get them wearing diapers than to scare the living shit out of them by putting a guy in their toilet? <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be so funny if that was the theory that ended up coming true. It's all Jeff, a marketing ploy. <laughs> I-, I wanted to ask you, um, on, on the topic of Skibbity Toilet, will, will Skibbity Toilet be headlining Funny Rave oh this my year? God. Are the rumors you know, true? <laughs> yeah, we have, uh, what's his name? Da Fuck Boom. As our as our headliner, is that what his name is? Let me see. <laughs> yeah, that's his channel name. See, this is just where it's like if if I have to do homework to know what these things are, I just don't do. I don't. Everyone just like I found that happened with um. There was like a 
I opened up TikTok today and I saw a bunch of people were um like talking about uh some some people in a boat got in a fight and I was like, huh. <laughs> and then I kept scrolling and people were like, yeah, the guy Who gives a threw fuck? a chair and I was like, huh. And then it was just like they're like you always get the information before you ever like know what happened sort of thing. And I do think that the story ended up being interesting, but just like the way that like the the recursive nature of the way that the news cycle works. Like I always feel like I'm behind and then I just don't like want to catch up because mm-hmm. it's there's like a level of spite where I just go, I had whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've reached a I've reached an age where like a new internet trend will come up and then all my friends are like mortified that I have all the knowledge of it. Like that's what happened with Skibbity Toilet. It was like everyone's wondering, how do you know all this? And I'm like I, I, I do marketing for a band where the fans are mostly Zoomers. Like they, they talk about this on our Discord server we moderate. Like I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. it's like I'm in a weird position where it's kind of a part of my job to be aware of like every new internet trend. I mean, to some extent, that's also true for us. It's like if it comes up on Thought Cops, I'll I'll reluctantly learn about it. If one of my friends posts about it on Twitter, mm-hmm. I think it was like Anime Serbia was the one posting about Skibidi Toilet when I first saw it. I'm like, <laughs> and I just kept seeing it pop up like more and more and more. I feel bad for Sir because all he said was this is Gen Alpha's Numa Numa or, or oh no, sorry, Gen Alpha's Slenderman. And then he got or like, Numa Numa, really? Yeah, it was it was Viper Wave who responded saying, "This is how your mom felt when you showed her Numa Numa back in the mid two thousands." And for some reason, Serb just got attacked by so many Gen Alpha people. Like, just are calling. there much Gen Alpha people on the? Don't you I was going to say like on the computer, but like on on Twitter to like well, the sign old, the, up for most websites. The oldest Gen Alpha people are thirteen now. Yeah, like oh boy, uh, according to my according to my other podcast co host, Gen Alpha is like twenty ten to twenty twenty three and onward. So yeah, Gen Alphas are old enough to start using social media and and harass Serb for making that post. I feel like he gets harassed by Gen Alpha a lot, like the Loud House incident where he like the. <laughs> some cartoon called the loud house and like somehow he pissed off like all of their fans who were like 10 years old <laughs> yeah because like <laughs> I, I don't know if y'all ever got berated by those like l plus ratio accounts but like when those accounts were first coming around on twitter they were all branding themselves with the loud house it, it, it was so strange okay. like they'll just respond to things being like uh, l plus ratio block equals i own you and if you go on their twitter page it's either like Loud House or Young Boys Mugshot. Like it's like those are like the two things that branded themselves. This is like, like what it's understand. like having a stroke, I think. <laughs> it's like you just hear all these like words that like you're just like a loud house L plus ratio and you're like, oh my brain is melting. Yeah, if you I start to smell like toast, you've learned too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's what this is the this is the Zoomer episode. I, I apologize everyone. I, I work for Zoomer brands, so it's No, it's we need to keep day. we need to keep an ear to the ground, you know, because it's like you either live to you either live to see yourself become the, the alpha house or you die <laughs> to see yourself become Joe Rogan. <laughs> that tracks. Jeb, are you a Zoomer? I, I know you're a little bit younger than us. Uh, it's, it's, it's always a debate because I hear people say that Zoomers are 1995 to 2010 mm-hmm. and I was born in 96, but I also hear people say that Zoomers are like 1998 to 2010. That's what so, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of just got comfortable with the idea of calling myself a Zola Neal because I guess I'm just on okay. the borderline of it. You know, yeah, there's, I've, no, I've like, there's no like committee 
that tells people like no one's setting these dates there really should be though because there's so much debate about this stuff constantly i i think we need to abolish the generations i think just say your age we don't need groupings of people because like the groupings don't make sense just turns us all against each other (laughs) yeah and it's stupid it just gives people pride of like i'm getting a lot of like gen x videos lately where people think that like they're deserving of attention and respect um because they had rotary phones and cassette tapes and it's like i also had those and i'm not you and i don't want to be in your fucking club because it smells bad and you're basically boomers at that point and fuck you you know whenever people make those videos like remember what they took from you i just respond this looks old i'll have my smartphone give me my <laughs> smartphone back like i'll do and i'll just because like all, all they're doing is just complaining about how like tech is moving at a faster pace and they just can't keep up with it so they mm-hmm. just make everyone else look like the crazy people which like to some extent there is some truth to that for sure i think it just fries our brains a bit but i'm not out here like taking like a uh, vaporwave ask videos like remember pokemon cards yeah remember cartoon network this is what they took from you <laughs> like last like last decade it was 80s and 90s nostalgia and now it's 2000s nostalgia now you keep seeing those posts of like oh tech was the best when the plastic around it was transparent i, I see those posts all the fucking oh time. yeah yeah i had a i had a hard drive article um, I forget the exact wording. It was like uh, aging gamer requests atomic purple CPAP machine. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah, and then there was like, the editor, the woman with like the purple like a Game Boy color looking like a uh, CPAP machine, and yeah. like we get like a ton of messages and replies. You're like, but for real though, do you guys sell that? Oh my fucking! You know, like I mean, and, I like, will it, say that there is like it's not in just the for old people. There is like a nostalgia factor for like when things looked a certain way, you know, and there there was like a certain appealing nature to like the way certain things used to look. And sometimes I feel like that's foregone for like this disgusting concept of like minimalism where it's just like we're just everything is going to be white and look like it came from Ikea and like you know all all these things that like make things look unique and different and whatever like we're just uh just gonna do a simple logo and And i uh, get it like i mean i go to work with three ds's like every single day so i so I, i totally get it but like and as much as i miss it i'm just like well technology is going to move forward in this path whether i like it or not i can choose to be sad about it or i can just live both worlds being like i have I have my smartphone here, but at the same time, like I carry around shit like this just to be happy with both. Like look, both look back and be excited for the future. That's just how I see it. And for those listening, Jab just pulled out three 3DSs. (laughs) Nine DSs. Yes. uh, I have one specifically that I'm playing Hotel Dusk on. uh, One I'm specifically playing Trace Memory on. And then another one for Project Cross Zone. Uh, people always compare me to Garrett because I think Garrett talked about it on on the podcast like ten yeah, years ago. I remember too, where he does the same thing, and it's like no, like when you're someone who loses focus on games every twenty minutes and you have to keep like changing the cycle, like this starts to make more sense, even though it's more shit to carry around. You got to have the cargo pants with like all the pockets. Yes, which thanks to Eurodance, that's going to come back. All those this is um, this is why techwear is in vogue is because you get a lot of pockets. Exactly, that's why the kids are wearing techwear. It's more pockets. <laughs> but I think, pockets like speaking of shoes, like Kevin, pocket core. 
pocket Summer core. Ooh. I think kind of like what you were saying, Jab, it's nice to have like reverence for old technology and old aesthetics and things like that, because there's plenty of things I see from like when I was a kid or even like well before my time where I'm like, wow, that was really that was really a look. That was really a uh, that was a that was a time in history. I can I can very much like see that just by looking at it and like appreciate different aspects of it. But I'm not out here being like, we have to go back. Yeah, you know? that shit sucks. Yeah, like we can only go forward. Allegedly, like, I, I like when like things like look a certain way and when people like use certain like imagery to like conjure up certain emotions and stuff like that. Like I'm a fan of that. But like when people are just like, uh, you know, it, they'll show like those uh, those photos of like uh, the propaganda photos of like a white family in the 50s. And they're like, how come it's not like this anymore? And it's like it wasn't like that in the first place like that wasn't that great of a time <laughs> like standard of living <laughs> was great that was about it it was a, a horrific period of time yeah. i know because uh that's when like my parents were around and um there's they still are but you know yeah no they're they're always listening to the selective memories that they hear from their elders because i mean that's human nature to only remember the good things that yeah. happened growing up so it's very easy to go man it was so easier to be happy in the 50s all you had to do was go on a sunday drive and 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 just chill out to, to alt rock and it's like no that's just what you remember you're mm -hmm. like forgetting all like the 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 classist trauma that happened in the 50s the cetera, classism the racism the other like all the bad shit the list goes on i, yeah. I think like <laughs> For me, whenever I think of like, oh, it'd be cool to live in like such and such time period, I'm like, that would be kind of nice. But the big thing that always like draws me back to the present is like, I am really bad with directions. And if I think about like <laughs> living in a world that I don't have Google Maps, I'm like, I would be fucked. I, I wouldn't know how to get anywhere or do anything. Yeah, just the idea of someone just holding out like a roadmap like this big, like uh, in the, I on know. the passenger seat, like while like trying to drive. It's like, no, no, give me, give me my smartphone. Give me. I'll 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 take my pronoun phone, please. Any day. yeah, <laughs> when like I extra first... Chinese mobile games, please. <laughs> yeah, when I first moved to Chicago, I had a dumb phone for like the first year or two, and I would just be like, "Oh, let me uh, let me check out this guitar store that's up in like Lincoln Square." And you'd like you take the brown line, and it's like I don't know. I've never taken the brown line. You take the brown line, you go all the way up north. You make sure you get off at the stop, and then it's like. Oh, which direction do I walk in? Like, I don't know, because I've been traveling like whichever direction and whatever. And it's like, where's this shop? And it's like, I I have no idea. And you're I just like walking around and it's like, eventually, maybe you find it. I remember then like talking to my parents and being like, I got to get like a smartphone and them like fighting me on it and being like, no, I don't know how to like <laughs> get around. Like, yeah. I still have this like shameful incident when I'm trying to go somewhere new. Yeah, I take the, like the blue line or something. I get off the train and like I'm looking at my phone and like that moment when you step off the train and like go above ground and like you're like looking around to see like what direction you're like you're facing on Google Maps. Like I look like such a fucking idiot. Well, sometimes there's <laughs> like a compass on the ground. You got to watch for the compass. Oh, yeah, sometimes. But then sometimes yeah. or if I don't see it, I get it's out there. And I'm just like I'm like spinning around like I'm a fucking like I'm glitching out, you know? Yeah, or like you're walking one direction and like the the little guy on the map is like moving this way and you're like, oh shit, I got to turn around. But there's people behind you and you don't want to look embarrassing. So you just like make three right turns <laughs> and go around the block. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, the uh, racism and stuff was bad too. You're right. Yeah, r- fuck racism, man. Yeah, all my but, homies. But most hate importantly, racism. fuck maps. Yeah, getting lost sucks too. Yeah. So Jab, tell us about Funny Rave. On that note, let's move yeah. on from Oof. the the racism. Yeah, speaking of racism, uh, yeah. my my my. <laughs> um, the last time I was on here, I I announced that I was putting my show on hiatus just to get uh, some personal stuff going. And, and we just um, came back from hiatus recently, so yeah, we we came back in the form of a of kind of like a Nintendo Direct where we were just kind of announcing stuff. Um, so for people that don't know, Funny Rave was a Twitch festival that me and my friend Six founded when our friend's concert got canceled. So we just said, hey, let's rile up like ten of our DJ friends and just do this show because uh, promoting her new EP that was coming out. And we got way bigger of an audience that we expected. So we, me and my friend Six were like, do you want to just keep doing this? This was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yes. And then it got bigger and bigger to the point where we're now doing like two weekend shows with like hundreds of X. So it started to get overwhelming. And I so I so I put it on hiatus. My friend was super understanding. And uh, we decided to come back because I realized I, I missed it way more than I thought I would. And yeah. um, it was just kind of a community that I just kind of missed being in close contact with. And people knowing that Funny Rave was around was like a big motivation for people to talk to me. So I was like, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring this yeah, back. I kind of uh, feel that too with like Thought Cops. Yeah. like it's Who always, am I without a podcast? I don't know. Right. Exactly. Like in, in this age, it's always important to have some sort of like platform attached to you to like get people to trust you more. Which I sounds guess, yeah. evil, but like it's just that's it's just how it is. And like our tech discussion, it's just like you gotta either be angry about it or go with the flow. Well, so. we're all cogs in the greater machinery of uh, capitalism. Everything like I'm not a person; I'm a brand. I'm I'm Officer Grant. Yeah, of the like Thought it's always Cops LLC. It's always what can you bring to the table for me, and not just oh, who are you? But anyway, um. So yeah, so we brought it back. We announced a new merch line, got a bunch of shirts and little beer holders, and we started the Patreons of funds. Because last time I was on here, I was talking about when we were bringing Funny Rave back, we wanted to do more in real life shows. So we're we're finally getting a Patreon going to get people to fund that for us. Oh, cool. And, um, Ooh. Yeah, so hopefully in 2024, I'm going to be honest, probably not this year, but next year, uh, look out for Funny Rave in the city near you. Uh, oh, you guys would tour. Yeah, either a tour or just like multiple singular shows around the country. We do have one venue in New York who said that they're just outright just like down to host us like for for no charge. So I'm I'm going to hold them to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, think I I think you might have mentioned that last time if I remember correctly. Probably, yeah, cuz New York was the first place we ever did a live show at. So the New okay, York rave yeah. scene seems to be down with us and I am totally okay with that. Your city is cool, you think we're cool. I'm liking this relationship, but, uh, but yeah, as far as a new online show, we don't have a name yet, but we are planning on having a new online show in November and December. So, uh, as of right now, I'm working on bringing people on, contacting people, seeing if they want to be on our show. Hopefully I can give them a good three months to, uh, to work on their sets. So yeah. So just imagine a concert, but on Twitch and it's, uh, highly highly emphasizing visuals and whatnot it's it's more than the music show it's a whole visual production uh very very fun the efforts of hundreds of people so uh i'm not just saying it because i run the show i'm saying it because like a hundred hundred hundreds and hundreds of musicians always put their best efforts into this so if you want to see people on their a game tune in (laughs) tune into it 
do you have any uh, acts lined up that you can announce yet or no? Yes. Uh, this <laughs> this is another DJ, Zoom. Uh, Corn Cob. Yeah, from from Corn Nut Stadium. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, we do. Um, this is going to sound Zoomer of me again, but if uh, for people that know a game called Friday Night Funkin'. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's I, I know what I know head. what it is, no. but yeah, that's good <laughs> enough. I hope. Yeah. So uh, a big a big a, blah, 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 a big Friday Night Funkin' personality called Saruki is uh, collaborating with his friend Extents. And if you go to the Twitter Funny Rave page, they did this whole animated trailer about how Funny Rave is like this illegal cyberpunk show that people can't stop attending. And um, so that's one of our biggest headliners right now. Is so for all of you, for all of you Friday heads out there, look out for Suruki B2B Extents coming sometime in either late November or early December. We haven't decided yet. I I saw the uh, something called like Kaleido Kaleido Cocktail Barbecue. Yeah, that's is that what the, that was? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, there was a really cool uh, animation that went along with it. And I I did not ask them to do that. Like we weren't planning on having a trailer for our show up, but they asked us, "Hey, can we premiere something?" And they were our biggest acts in our last show. So I was like, yeah, it's only fair that I give you time. And then I was expecting, oh, maybe just some 30 second trailer of, of some audio. But no, they did a whole like this is going to be like an entire like short animated film that they're working on. So like I'm still blown away that people are going these lanes for this really dumb idea that we had back years ago when we couldn't leave our homes. You know, you know who you guys got to get on the show? What's the DJ crazy times? Yes, I, I I'm hoping that we're not too little for him after he blows up next week when this full ass song comes out. Yeah, Grant, can we watch that clip on here? Um, no, we don't have the capability. Crap! I lied. <laughs> I'm a fucking liar. Is this another also, uh, current trend that Grant is behind on lying? No, he's good at that. Just kidding. No, Grant's not a liar. What the hell am I talking about? I'm not a liar. I would never lie. I've never lied, actually. Um, speaking of never lying, though, I'm just—I'm honestly just killing time so that I can pull up the clip. But uh, oh, I have the go. clip right here, and we're all gonna—we're all gonna watch it. And and so the caption here to, says, "Every European dance song in the 1990s." Yeah, if Ooh. you haven't—if you haven't seen this yet, I mean, you're—you're you're missing out. But um, I don't know if we're going to get like a copyright thing or something like that. But Zwick, do, do your magic of um, uploading it. And then we say, Zwick, we got a copyright strike. Can you make it go away? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'm wearing matching with, glasses too. Fuck yeah. Without further ado. You guys think he looks like Zwick, kinda? Um, you know, yeah, but just kind of the dyed hair. If Zwick had red hair instead of green hair. It's great. Yeah, it's, this is what they took from you. <laughs> yeah. 
So that that guy got in a bit of controversy too because a week later he uh, released another music video with a completely different woman, and the people were Uh-oh. not happy with it. Um, yeah, I was wondering. I saw people like hated it all. Like, oh, we love this now. We hate it. What am I supposed to think? Well, yeah. the first woman looks so correct. You know, you want to talk about like uh like a translucent purple game boy like she's got one in her pocket right now you know that she does and then they like replaced her with some other woman and then i guess they replaced those two with the third woman and i think that the point is supposed to be that like that style of music back then like you would just have like just some female vocalist and it didn't even matter like you didn't even know the name yeah people were theorizing joke it was like a commentary slash joke on the fact that like while people are nostalgic for that type of music, that was also kind of a problematic thing where they were like seeing these women as like very disposable that they could just keep replacing them with different looking women for whichever look like stuck with the biggest audience. Right. It reminds me of uh, Aqua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if they were changing out the woman, but I don't th- are, I think, I think was she was the same, the, the same person. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I know, I think we talked about this before Grant, how there's like this like sort of theatrical element to this sort of thing where, you have like it's very like you have the guy and the girl they're going back and forth and there's this sort yeah. of like um i don't know like theatrical element of their back and forth in the song it feels like you're if i don't know feels like some, something out of a weird play well i also feel like aqua was like maybe more self-aware because like the whole like barbie girl song was like more of like a parody satire like i think that they were a little mm-hmm. more in on the joke of like this shit's weird, right? But uh, you love it, and we did. We loved it. Yeah. So uh, the everyone's dying to know: Are women also your favorite guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's probably the biggest takeaway from the video. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the most quotable one that everyone. Yeah, been. I think so. I also love "Tell the World, Stop the War." It's just like perfect <laughs> because he <laughs> wants more sex. Line. Yeah, sex. I just, want it more. Which is another thing that Eurodance was like, it was all just at like different types of ways of just the guy saying, I want to fuck. Yeah. But like in the, in the, the, in the biggest way that it's like the least likely to get you laid by like dressing like a, a bug with <laughs> colored hair. Which nowadays people, people, people were into that. People like, were into that. That's how yeah. uh, uh, Dennis Rodman used to dress like a bug. Women loved it. <laughs> <laughs> true he used to have those bug glasses the ones that bug man wears now he used to have oh, those yeah. the bug man oakley's you know oh, you, you jab you guys should look into getting bug man oh god for funny rave <laughs> there, there there's so many people that have like blown up like bug man and this guy and i'm just like fuck we we took too big of a hiatus like they're now reaching points where funny rave is gonna look like a very small non-beneficial gig for them but i'm still hoping there are there are people I've been saving being like fuck they're going to be good for next year. Hopefully they're still relevant. Oh my yeah. God. But you yeah, guys should get um Martin Shkreli. Yeah, when he when he comes out of prison. Or actually, he's out he of prison. A, oh, he's that's something prison, yeah. that's something I'm behind on. I know because I was scrolling TikTok the other day and like uh his fucking face popped up on my screen and I went ah! Oh god, yeah, no, that that's a jump scare because he was such a phenomenon for both good and bad reasons in the mid 2010s, and then everyone just kind of forgot about him for a while. Yeah, that name just like sounds like such a relic at this point. I'm like, oh yeah, that was the guy we all like 
hated for a little while. He was a yeah. cartoon villain. He yeah. was. He was the, the the Elon Musk of his time, if you will. Not really, but <laughs> he walked so Musk could run. Let's be honest. Exactly. Speaking of, um, no, nah, yes, nothing. I don't have anything. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Elon Musk, man. Yeah, that kind of so just, fucking... I, I just thought about him and I got kind of sad for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was trying to think of like a funny <laughs> angle and I don't, th- there isn't one anymore. It's He's just like, boy. well, I used to like this website and I know I have like tabs open for Twitter here for like the video and a couple other things. And I'm just like seeing that dreadful X logo. It's I, uh, I was really convinced he was going to change it because when he did the whole like tweet rate limit thing earlier in July, like two days later, he was like, oh, never mind. That was a clever scheme to make you guys realize that you're all addicted. So which in reality, well, it was played, him, sir, which in reality, he Masterful only changed gambit. it. <laughs> yeah. Which in reality, he only changed it because everyone hated it, including including his checkmark cronies. So when he changed it to X, I was like, I think the same thing will happen. I think he's going to get enough hate that two days later, it's going to revert back to Twitter and he's going to be like, haha, just kidding. But uh, no, I, I think I'm, he I'm, thinks I'm it's the coolest thing he could have ever done. Yeah, I'm still yeah. waiting on that. Yeah, it's X. Pretty cool letter. Very edgy. Right. He's, he's going to give it to you. Is there like what is so cool about that letter? Like Elon's not the only person that's obsessed with that letter. Like I've seen so many things. So many products, so many people's brands. I think is it, it really just, just... It's so it, weird. It's so seldom used. I think there's something about like, oh, when the X comes out, oh, there's an X in that word. It just ha- it, it looks cool. It's like the cross symbol. It's just it has like a it 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 can take on multiple sounds. Like sometimes it sounds like a Z. Sometimes it sounds like a K, which is like right. three letters of one. CKS. If you're from Sub-Saharan True. Africa, some sometimes it sounds like a. There you go. <laughs> The, I'm pretty the, sure, the, yeah. The secret third thing, yeah. Was that the notification sound? Oh God, mate, no, I don't know. Um, yeah. Speaking of, no. it, it, it's weird that um all the conspiracy theorists are so like behind everything Elon Musk does because he's like he's bordering on like he's not bordering on he is cartoon villain level like evil <laughs> like he wants to put microchips in your brain like it, he's like the the fucking like the stereotype for like oh he wants everyone to switch to whatever type of energy he wants everyone drive it like he's trying to set up like a world bank like what's more evil than that and everyone's just like he's uh he's got the free speech website and it's like He's he's like this is the Illuminati guy. Like this is as close as any of you are going to get. And you're just like, yeah, cool. Sign me up. Can I can I read one of the funniest Elon Musk dick rider posts ever? Oh please. yes, but only yep. if I can also read maybe one of the funniest things that he's uh, said in a while. Please do. But yeah, go ahead. So uh, you y'all may have seen this before, but. Uh, there was a post Elon Musk made, I think it was earlier this year, where he says, I don't like the taste or effects of most alcohol, but there is something quite... <laughs> this is I'm not, even at the, I'm not even at the bad part yet. But there is something quite... Like, this guy is like so dumb. But there is something quite beautiful you about You think he's smarter wine. than him, Kevin? That's the smartest man. That's the most... The best man in the... He's the... 
He's awesome. Good. Let's be let's be real. No, I said I don't like the ta- I lo- I don't like the taste or effects of most alcohol, but there's something quite beautiful about red wine in a fine glass. Already a very dumb thing to say, but like this guy responds to him where he says, uh, it's one of these checkmark idiots. He says, I remember pouring you a glass at a friend's house in San Francisco after another mutual friend's wedding in 2017. I was decanting another. You didn't want to wait and said, quote, honey, <laughs> honey badger drinks when he wants. What? And then, what? then this guy, this guy uh, ends a tweet by saying, I made the clutch move of ordering us pizza at 1 a.m. Elon Musk has no idea who this loser is. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is one of the most, like, absolutely pathetic things I've seen in my entire fucking life. Jesus Christ. The clutch uh, move. And now that they have check marks, they're just having more eyes put on them because they're boosting up in the top of the replies of every tweet. You know, I, I really don't know sometimes with some of these people, though, because I feel like uh, it's it's so indiscernible to tell whether or not someone's just like legitimately sick in the head or if they're just like a really good troll and i think it's easier to tell because they do have the little check mark next to their name that you can go well you paid for it so you're not that good of a troll like Mm -hmm. you're you're scamming yourself so like haha everyone thinks you're an idiot well there was like something a while back when like someone said something of of like he would J-O Elon if like it it meant like the savior oh, of the yeah. human race or something like that. And you're just like, I I don't know. I don't know if this is like like pro like roll like roll of the dice of the universe. Like, do you think that a person like this could possibly exist? Sure, yeah. Probably I, I just, one person. This might be it. I, I just can't be like feeling sorry for everybody. Like, oh, they might have a problem. Like, I, I have fucking problems too. Okay. But like, there's just yeah. something about the internet giving a microphone or a, a megaphone to everybody, and not everybody should have one. Like, yeah. just, it, you know, it's okay. It's good because we're hearing more voices from people who weren't able to speak up before, but we're also hearing a lot of people who really, you know, I mean, like, look at Chris Chan, you know, like that, yeah. that could have been avoided. Yeah. All, it's like all maybe society ignored them for a reason. <laughs> sometimes yeah and i'm not i don't know it's just like it was something i was like thinking about because and i want to play a clip from this later on for my key to the city but i was watching something yesterday that i was laughing i was laughing at very very hard for a long time oh i thought about family guy thing yeah I, i thought about like if it was wrong that i was laughing at it and then i just I was just like, I mean, this person is just <laughs> off their fucking rocker and they chose to put this out into the ether and I am not going to harass them, but I am going to laugh privately in my room. <laughs> I will say, though, like, I do think that there's an aspect to, like, how much the technology in and of itself sort of creates the world that we sort of interact with every day. And I, I will say, like, for as much as people shit on Reddit, and I do think that it's warranted, um... I gotta say, I like the idea of so long as there's not like bots and brigading and shit like that. I like the idea of like upvote, downvote, because it's like if you if you didn't think Mm -hmm. and if you didn't like like on Twitter, right? Um, there's prioritization of like all of the check marks. It makes the website impossible to read. It makes the website impossible to look at Mm -hmm. because it's just like 
viral post and all of the stupidest, most racist, just like this cesspool of humanity and like probably also a lot of bots that are just saying and doing the dumbest things. And you're like, I can't like look at this because it hurts my brain. And honestly, I just think that it's like, like all of the stupid shit, you, you hit the downvote button, it goes to the bottom of the page. I don't have to look at it. I don't have to interact with it. And all of like the good shit floats to the top. And then the people that put actual thought into what they're saying and what they're thinking, like you interact with that. You don't interact with the bottom of the fucking page. You interact with the top and you don't have yeah. to, you can pretend that the bottom doesn't exist. Yeah, like as much as Reddit gets made fun of and sometimes well deserved, like I do agree. Like I think their comment system is probably the best because with Twitter and YouTube, it was kind of the same way where the most liked stuff would get to the top. But right. Reddit is like the one website that will not give anyone like any like power to like to like, you know, beat that system because now with the check marks, like it doesn't matter. Like check marks just get priority regardless of what they say is a popular mm -hmm. opinion or not. Right. And Reddit's like the one social media site that stayed consistent with how uh, fair it is for someone to get the spotlight. It's always been like democratic, like highest vote goes up. And I can't really say that about any other website in the past, like 10, 15 years. So I, I got to give Reddit credit for that. Some Or, or mm -hmm. sorry, Karma Gold uh, for that. <laughs> Thanks, kind stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the gold. It, it's honestly surprising that like other platforms haven't also used that. Yeah. Or taken I, that. I, it's one of those things, too, because like Facebook, if you remember a long time ago, Facebook had like a thumbs up like button and people were like, I want to dislike things. And they were like, well, we don't want people having like a negative experience or whatever, which I get if it's like you're adding your friends and family. But in terms of like interacting with strangers on the Internet, it's like, yeah, I don't want to just see someone just like shitting out an opinion out of their fucking fingers like put thought into it, but like prove that you're like a human being with like rationality and emotion and empathy and shit like that. So that people can go like, Oh, okay. Like this is how like discussion happens. And this is how discourse happens instead of just like, just vomiting out just stupid bullshit. It's like, put the bullshit mm. at the bottom. I don't have to look at the bullshit. I don't want to look at the bullshit. I mean, I'm, like I'm at the point with Twitter when I log in and I see bullshit and I go, I just don't I don't want to use it. I don't want to look at it. And yeah, Asterios was right on the last episode when we had him on. It sucks that none of these other websites are as good as the thing that this dude like bought and then made himself the head of. Yeah. But like it it sucks that it's like, you know, this is like the thing that we've all used for like 10, 15 years, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, they could do what YouTube did too and just hide the dislikes. I mean, they could even hide them from you. Where it's like you can still like thumbs up or thumbs down something, but like, you know, you wouldn't know how many thumbs down you're getting. But like if your shit's not pulling up to other people, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe just I shove wrong. it to the bottom of the page. Yeah, that's fine with me. No one needs to look at it. Uh, what no. was that other post you wanted to show, Grant? Or yeah, I just wanted to uh, because there's this uh, I, I like don't I don't like engaging with this because I don't really care. Um there's this whole thing with like the fight between the the theorized fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, which like Zuckerberg's, I think, legitimately like scary. Like he's one of those dudes that like 
he spent all of his free time as like the only millennial billionaire or like the billionaire Mm -hmm. that owns like basically like if you see like the the wealth breakdown of like every generation and you see how how little millennials have and then it's like oh 90 percent of that is zuckerberg like the youngest billionaire in the world he took um oh he was i don't know if he still is but um uh, he uh he took all that money and he just does like MMA and he does like CrossFit like Murphs and shit like that. He does a bunch of crazy shit and so he's like super jacked, but also he's young, so it's not like Bezos jacked where it's like you just did like a round of steroids. Like nobody fucking believes that. Um, like you start 60. training before the Elon Musk boxing match. Like was yeah, that, he's like, been like he he's been working out for like a decade. Like he's oh, in like fucking okay. good shape, and Elon Musk looks like um like an alien when like the thing bursts through your chest uh, <laughs> like that. yeah because elon uh, only only just started working out like because of the whole yeah like, and fight so like he's tweeting Mark. about it about this theorized fight that last we talked about this uh his mom said that the fight is off um and like i i derive no satisfaction from this because i wish that it was a duel but it's whatever, whatever the fuck. And there's all this stupid celebrity boxing shit or whatever. So if you're doing it with billionaires, like, hey, maybe one of them will have a brain hemorrhage. That'd be dope. Um, but Elon, uh, the Krasensteins keep like floating to the top of Twitter. I wish I could see less of their shit. They're also like making out like bandits with like the new uh, like Twitter's paying them to tweet and they're making like $20,000 a month tweeting. Were they and those guys just, that made it, that kids book about Donald Trump, or was that somebody else? It might have been like how how we plump like how we trumped Ronald Plump or something. Oh, God, <laughs> let me look at Ronald <laughs> Plump. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was re- yeah by Brian Krasenstein and Eddie Krasenstein. Yeah, um, the the Cramp Twins, I call them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Ed Krasenstein. Did I say Krasenstein? Did I say his name right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't fucking know, man. Whatever. Uh, so he tweets, uh, it's going to be a good fight. And then Elon chimes in. This is hilarious. Uh, he goes, if the fight is short, I probably win. If long, he may win on endurance. I am much bigger and there is a reason MMA has weight divisions. And then he continues here. He says, uh, aiming to get 50 pound free weights this week. I build muscle fast. Physical endurance is my weak spot, so I'm aiming to make this quick. I'm lifting weights throughout the day, preparing for the fight. Don't have time to work out, so I just bring them to work. Yeah, there this, was a video of him like during a meeting, like lifting weights as he was talking. So he's he's not wrong. Man. I guess this is like this is this is like when you like would be in high school and you had a friend that was like, yeah, no, I'll kick someone's ass. And then they get in like a fight for the first time and they'd like cry. <laughs> like yeah. it's like that level of just like, man, you you're in your fifties and you're doing this shit. Like this is, this is a weird age for this to be coming out. I hope somebody does cry. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Elon Musk starts fucking crying? That would Masterful be the most- gambit, sir. That would be <laughs> actually most strong used. for a man to show emotion. I mean, the clutch move of bringing you a binky. <laughs> if someone does cry, that will be the most used reaction image for like the next ten years. On like we will, we will be stuck. We will be stuck with that image for years. Oh God. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I got a key to the city here, Grant. If you want to pull up, just if we could just watch the first minute 
the first minute of this video. <laughs> okay, this was the thing. I, I didn't watch this, so I'm glad that I'm finally going to. I know uh, this is, again, I, I felt see it. a little bit bad for laughing at this, but at the same time... <laughs> I will say okay. <laughs> so the video, the video in question here is called um, it's "Why called, Modern uh, Family why, Guy is a Why Modern Family Guy is a Cartoon Disgrace." And he does make some good <laughs> points in the video. I'll admit that, but I want to let the, the I, first. <laughs> why, why do you click things like this? Why do you, why do you engage in this? <laughs> because right. I saw I saw a clip from it, and I'm like. This is pure cancer, and I need to see the whole thing. And I, I set right, aside some. Fair. I got a lot I'm, of free time, so I set aside some time and watched the whole thing. I'm no better than to do that. So let's, yeah, let's go ahead and I guess uh, engage with it. Oh, is this one of those still frame audio only videos? Oh, I'm so no. He he's, he gets on video himself. He, he, there's a oh, face okay. reveal. This is also 43 minutes long. Just Whee! watch the, the first minute. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. See. A lot of Hotel Mario <laughs> memes, even though the game itself is still horrible. I'm already a fan. But where are those creative, well-made mashups, which all of us can rely? Lucky there's a mashup guy. I'm, I'm He's the making covers. He's a Rosalina lover. There'll be lots of things that'll make us laugh and cry. He's a Mash up, guy. All right. Well, wait, hold it. Give it here a, we a go. Bit. My second rant on my channel. <laughs> so, what happened last time? Batman and Robin, an absolute disgrace to the Batman film series. And this time, it's going to be on a show a lot of people love. Oh, you can cut it here, Grant. A show that was amazing, charming, and right here. Yeah, I wanted that, to I see mean, what kind of good points he made i mean he has some <laughs> points about how family guy you know low-key did kind of fall off but he also like has a, reverence. a 43 minute video to tell me that <laughs> it's like it is i highly recommend watching the whole thing it is absolutely it's one of the most insane things i've ever seen not ever seen but in a while and like this guy gets angry about it like he is like screaming at the top of his lungs about how like peter is a bad guy for like telling meg to shut up so much like he's pissed <laughs> off they killed brian you know he's this kind of guy and he is going the fuck off it sounds like they're not lucky that he's a family guy <laughs> in regards to you feeling bad for laughing my, my whole thing with like quote-unquote cringe content is like i do agree that i feel bad laughing if it's someone simply enjoying themselves like if it's someone dancing in front of a webcam to a song they like i'll be like mm -hmm. they're just enjoying themselves but when it's someone like this who's like encouraging negativity of any kind i think they i think you have free reign to laugh at them as much as you want i think yeah. i think he's given you permission to have any reaction that you like any natural reaction that you have just i don't think you should feel bad for that completely poisoned by like video essay youtube you know Mm -hmm. he's like uh, uh, he hits all the beats every single thing you would expect to come from like a an uh 43 minute however long video yeah Top especially 10. when this whole like persona is supposed to be one of those angry guys like he's literally there like this yeah. is why and I, I can already see the dislikes coming in because it's a show everyone likes like <laughs> he, he does he biggest... does get ahead of it he does yeah, get that, ahead of it like that that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when youtubers like are like saying that I can already see the dislikes flowing in. I know you're going I'm to gonna... rip off my head after saying this. 
Yeah, I'm about I'm about to I'm about, uh, I'm about to piss off a lot of people, but uh, I suggest you listen anyway. Like I fucking hate when YouTubers do that. It's I did do um, my own version of that in my uh, I wrote that article um, a little a little bit back that was like why men aren't funny, and uh, <laughs> there was like a a point like towards the end where I said something about like. Uh, Oh, how comedians always like say that they're the modern philosophers, but the problem with comedians is that none of them know how to read. And <laughs> like, I'm expecting like a bunch of well thought out comments and responses from the people that definitely know how to read. Cause I was like, yeah, I want to throw that in there, you know, sort of thing. I want to do my own version of that, you know, you're encouraging discourse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so which is, he. Is what a, which is what a lot of these people think they're doing. Yeah. It's like encouraging discourse because. If it's anything 2016 commentary YouTube showed us is that YouTube will push controversial videos more because more comment wars mean more ad revenue. So I feel like this is honestly good, like content to mine. I know I'm always thinking of like, like what, what would be a good, like a video that we do outside of the podcast and whatever. But those types of like rant videos where it's like, I can already see the comment. Like that's like a good, there, there's like a, 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 there's an era and there's a time and there's a certain aesthetic of those types of videos that I feel like people haven't fully like satirized completely or maybe yeah. I'm missing the point. But I feel like the problem with the people that satirize that type of shit is that they go so far down the wormhole that they're not like parodying anything anymore. They're just serious about you it. You know, Grant, if you ever do turn that article into a video essay... You got to like commission someone to draw a cartoon of you like this and like who pops up. But he's like, I can't believe what they're saying about men or like whatever part that is right, like, angry. Right. Just play it yeah. up and have a cartoon like or, or, what do they call a rant? Sona rant sonas yeah. pop up. Yeah, the, the, the three poses, the cross arm, the with their arm up like this or that yeah. with like their face palm like the like those yeah. are like the big three poses I always see. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I feel like my, don't my really idea for my <laughs> idea for those is more so um, because a lot of them are based on the writings of Ian Svenonius, who was this like punk rock guy, but who would like dress the up original, and, the it, original like, ranter uh, Ransona. But he would like dress up <laughs> and wear like suits and have these like weird like pseudo intellectual like discussion series and shit like that. And they were just like wild. And it's like I, I figure like. I, I always picture that as being like the video version of my writings more so. Okay, maybe maybe if you if you do watch this video, kind of maybe it's a takeaway of like here's what no, I can I'm saying. Avoid. This would be like a different thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I want to avoid all the trappings that this guy's right. so thoughtfully laying out for me here. Exactly. Does anybody else have a key to the city? You don't have to have one in season two. You're not restricted to. Uh, it. I, I have a key to the city. Okay. Uh, it is to it is to Zwick actually. Um, oh. So back to our tech conversation. One other thing. Women I are like Zwick's about, favorite guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, ironically. Well, back to the tech conversation. We were talking about how tech does have its advantages, and one of the biggest advantages now is having entire game libraries into these tiny little things. And for the mm -hmm. past few months, Zwick has customized a MiU Mini for me, which Very is cool. a handheld device that carries multiple different uh, systems. So there's like a whole bunch of NES games in here. I'm playing an NES game right now. Yeah, I'm looking into getting one of those. Those things look cool as hell. Yeah, and Zwick just just did this out of the kindness of his heart. 
He got a whole bunch of games for me in here, Super Nintendo games, Virtual Boy games. And that's one of my favorite things about like current tech is just having entire game catalogs just in your hands like this. So mm-hmm. this just got in the mail last night. I've been I've already put like 10 hours into it. Uh, I've been cool. playing a lot of it during the last night in work. So thank during you, the Zwick. podcast episode. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like down Damn. here secretly. But yeah, no, thank you, Zwick. Thank you a lot. I've I've already I've only had this for a day and I'm already obsessed. Thank you. Yeah, he's been really uh, passionate about those. He's in our Discord. Like he's like he should work for these guys. Like because I, I see him being like, what was it the other day? He posted like, if you have a kid and don't want to have them on an iPad, you know, buy them this twenty dollar portable <laughs> thing. And then like Jim from Drink a Beer and Play Games, like, hmm, perhaps. <laughs> it's like you are advertising for them for free. You should be doing that, getting paid for that, man. Or he just loves it that much. Yeah, no, like he, like I, I didn't, I didn't ask him to do this. He just knew I had like a slight interest in it and I didn't have a console yet. So yeah, just, just out of, just out of his own volition, just gave all, all these little games right here. So take that transparent handheld games. I'm done with your cartridges. Now I got this. Yeah, but I think that there's certain ones that still have like the transparent purple. Um, I've been like eyeing the uh like the RGX thirty five XX whatever the fuck. Those I was gonna Google are. it, but it sounds like you're making it up. No, that's that's <laughs> legit. Like what I here, let me find it. Looks like RG thirty five XX the Anne Burnick things because uh, I think it's a little bigger than the MiU. Oh Mini. yeah, same um, company, Anne Burnick. Oh, I I didn't know. Oh, yeah, is that, that- the that seems to be that seems to be the biggest company making these systems right now. Yeah, because you said uh, you said MiU, and I think that um, those are like hard to get a hold of because of like um, uh, the oh, was the production the just like production the supply chain, the supply chain, the chips, sir. No one can find chips anymore. I haven't heard the, <laughs> the phrase supply chain so much as I have in the past three. I didn't know that we had a supply chain. And then in 2020, it was all about the supply chain. Yeah. So, well, that just makes me appreciate this more than despite the shortage. I still got one. Well, I think it's bigger for your hands. So it's probably more comfy. Oh yeah, I was I was telling because like the actual MiU is like a little bit yeah. like this, but yeah. I have gigantic hands, so Zwick got the bigger one for me. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's the correct that's the correct move. Very thoughtful. I think we also have uh, speaking of thoughtful, uh, we have a voicemail we can play here. Yeah. By the way, our phone number is three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail dot com. Or you can always write to us. Uh, if you're too shy, you don't want to have your voice played on the episode. Just send us a send us a you know a dear John to our email inbox. I'm only laughing because I saw the fucking Family Guy thing pop up for a split second, but we have it here, folks. Uh, let's listen. Hey, yeah, uh, I wanted to check in. Uh, I know Jab's going to be on uh, the air, and I wanted to see if I can get a scoop from them. Uh, I had a couple questions. Uh, I'm trying to really nail down the best thing here. I wanted to ask Jab. Uh, What's the scoop on toothpaste? I mean, really. Uh, I just wanted to see what your thought is all, thoughts are on this kind of stuff. I want to see if I can be influenced. Uh, there's this whole grand thing between choosing different kinds of like flavors, kinds, and everyone has a different opinion. Uh, you got like Zesty Zebra strip, 
Stripes, Triple Berry Tango, and Mint. You got a favorite? And now I'm trying <laughs> to nail down the best one. So let's talk texture. Are you Team Gel or Team Paste? I actually have. I mean, some folks answers. appreciate like the, the glide of gel, like toothpaste surfing, beautiful waves, uh, while others are all about the traditional paste. Uh, really giving their best teeth a good scrubbing. Uh, it'd be good to see where you stood on that. Uh, and like colors, <laughs> uh, do they do anything? Uh, we got like electric blues, reds, greens. Uh, should I be selling with the basic beige or should it be more fun? And you can't really ignore this new stuff out here nowadays. Like there's got like freshness strips and like little microplastics. Uh, do you like either of those or is it just kind of a marketing thing? Uh, thanks, Jeff. I can't wait to hear from you. I'll be waiting in the aisle until I hear back. Thanks. Oh my Jeff, I'm going to let you jump on this one first. <laughs> well, first off, detailed uh, question. Yeah, first off, I want to say like the build up to that question was like making my mind go to all these different possibilities, and toothpaste was like the last thing. So, yeah, I, so it worked. Are you known for being a, a, a toothpaste fan? A toothpaste connoisseur? Uh, I think. I think say. I. I think I talked about how like sometimes I feel bad that I'm a smoker, but I also kind of cancel it out by being a bit obsessed with dental hygiene. Okay. Cause like, cause like that was always one of my biggest fears growing up is like having a bad mouth. So yeah, I would always, yeah. um, so I like, but that's the only thing I can remember talking about toothpaste related. Um, I think for me, toothpaste wise, I'm team paste and I am always, I always get like the paste, whitening ones. Paste, 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 paste. paste. <laughs> The gel ones don't uh, have as flattering results as paste does because paste always has more of a burning sensation. Like, do you ever like? Feel That's like how you know it's good. Yeah, I want my taste buds to be uh, out of service for like the next two hours after I brush my teeth because mm. that means it's burning all the bacteria off. And I always do this test after toothpaste where, like, after I wash my mouth, I rub my finger on it, and if it squeaks, then that means it's squeaky clean. And pay, whitening paste always seems to work with that more than gel. Also, like the gel, some I, I think it's like sometimes you put it on the, the head of the toothbrush and then you wet the, the head of the toothbrush and then it just rolls off into the sink. Yeah, that, that too. That pisses me off so much. I hate when that happens. You know what I hate? Um, that is that, but like the worst version of that is when you like go to someone's house and they just have like big globs of toothpaste that are just like stuck to their sink, and it's like you don't Ugh, fucking like rinse oh this God. down the drain. What the That's fuck's wrong insane. with you? My girlfriend does that sometimes, and it drives me fucking crazy. Ah! <laughs> like, as far as other things, it's it's funny because I actually have some stuff in my backpack here, but uh, um, you came prepared for this question. Yeah, Answering. I'm getting I'm I'm getting called out right now. But um, is it a tongue but, scraper? Yes, it's an aura brush. I gotta get one of those. This I'm is just so like a good. metal tongue scraper thing, just like yeah. a aluminum. I just that use like the, the purple mouthwash that like speaking of like it's not uh, the same, bro. Retro. <laughs> it's like the translucent purple mouthwash. You you swish that around, it burns the fuck out of your tongue, which is a good thing. Yeah, you don't do that after you uh, brush, do you? I was told that it's best to floss, then brush, and then mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, so I'm I'm gonna learn y'all on some um on some dental hygiene that uh, I've. If learned. I'm doing it wrong. Um, please tell me. Well, I, from what I understand, you're not even supposed to rinse your uh, mouth with water after you brush your teeth because the uh, 
the fluoride that's in the toothpaste. Um, you're just supposed to spit the toothpaste out and then just like have like a toothpaste mouth. That's what I do. Mm. Yeah. But then the but mouthwash. But then you're saying, oh, you use mouthwash after. Yeah. And I let, that, I let rinse that linger. The fluoride off. Hmm. But I do hear the flossing first because when you floss first, you're loosening like the stuff yeah, in between your teeth. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And then the brushing just makes it easier to come off. But apparently, no. apparently, yeah, you're not supposed to like rinse with mo- you're not supposed to rinse with water. You're not supposed to rinse with mouthwash. You're just supposed to like just you brush your teeth and then you spit. When out are you supposed the to use mouthwash toothpaste. before brushing? I don't think you're supposed to use mouthwash. Hmm. But I mean, I could be wrong. But um, that's my understanding of brushing. And also, I don't have here, dental gonna, insurance anymore, so I can't. I'm gonna. I, I also recently <laughs> lost my dental insurance because uh, I quit a job that was giving it to me. But and you um, did go to the dentist recently. Was it why? Because you're planning on quitting? Kind of. Well, yeah, and also just so I could like get that taken care of. But I yeah. I have a uh, a list here of uh, like the best toothpastes, and it's not what you think. Um, okay, because I was gonna. I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite brands were so i got i got this up here and as you can see this is uh toothpastes uh, um ranked by abrasiveness and the thing you have to keep in <laughs> mind is that like you're using this stuff twice a day every day for the rest of your life so some you of better these, be like some of these upper limits of this colgate two-in-one tartar control slash whitening this is an abrasiveness level of 200. You're oh scraping God. that across your teeth. You're going to lose your fucking enamel. But look at this Arm & Hammer dental care. That's only 35. You know, you want something yeah. that's... I think I use the Pronamel by Sensodyne. Like, I use Sensodyne, want, too. It's great brand. Yeah, Could it's not great. Recommend and, it more. and you're not going to, like, strip down your teeth's enamel and, you know. Yeah. So the left top side is where you want to be. Yeah, see, I also like the the mouthwash I have. It says like it's good for your enamel somehow. Huh. So it's got electrolytes. I guess so. Yeah, I, I just fucking drink the stuff, man. It, Gatorade, Powerade, Listerine, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know about mouthwash. I've never never really used it, but um, yeah. Jab, do, do you use mouthwash? Uh, sometimes. Um, this is I, really I, quick. This is one of the best voicemails we've ever gotten. Like, I don't think <laughs> I don't think we've ever gotten a voicemail that sparked this much conversation on the show ever. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's weirdly fitting because I have to brush my teeth three times a day just because I'm like wildly insecure of my substance habits with smoking mm. and whatnot. So it, it's really fitting. As far as mouthwash goes, I just use I just use Colgate and stuff like that. Just okay. So. What's your order? Do you floss, brush, mouthwash, or mouthwash, floss, brush? I I floss, brush, tongue scrub, and then mouthwash. Those are those mm, are my four. That's smart. Yeah, because then yeah, if you the the mouth the scraper loosens the stuff off the tongue, then mm-hmm. you put the mouthwash over that. It's this is great stuff, people. This is <laughs> I like, got I got another pro tip also, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share this on the screen as well. Um. If y'all aren't uh, on the uh, xylitol gum train, um, let me with this. let me. Uh, I got I got a scientific study here. I got an article. Um, if you chew gum with the artificial sweetener, and a lot of people go, "Oh, artificial sweetener! I don't want to put that in my body." But it's like, what else do you 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 eat? Plastic. We all eat plastic. Shut up about artificial. Everything's artificial. You eat plastic. We all eat and drink plastic. It's in our brains. Um, but uh, xylitol is like it's a chemical that's similar to sugar. 
mm -hmm. it draws bacteria to um like oh, to the I've xylitol okay. and then it kills the bacteria and so people with like people that chew xylitol gum um have less uh cavities than people that don't so this is uh this is science I do remember a few dentists recommending that to me, but just the idea of all the bacteria in my mouth clumping up to like one like singular ball just like grossed me out too. Well, much, it's not like a ball, but it's like because that's that's uh the it, problem with was. eating too much sugar is like the sugar itself doesn't like rot your teeth. It's the the bacteria like attracts to the sugar. Yeah. And then they like eat down the enamel and whatever. But like what what the xylitol does is it pretends to be sugar and then all the bacteria go ooh sugar ooh and then they eat it and then they die and then you don't have bacteria in your mouth anymore and then you don't get cavities i so. hope someone listening to this really got something out of this segment <laughs> like someone like someone heard this and they're like i'm going to change my life starting tonight well hey for for that out there toothbrush wise i recommend gleam gleam these toothbrushes are great I got uh, I got one of those. I, I can't tell if that is or not, Jeb, but I have one of those electric toothbrushes. Yeah, know? that's that's what yeah. this is. Like Which it's like, a, I, vibrates. Yeah. I, I didn't get on the electric toothbrush train until maybe like um, two or three Same. years ago. Same. Yeah. yeah My no, dentist was like, you, he like, I hate being shamed by the dentist because when I, that was one of the, I don't know, maybe not the last time, but no, it was one of the times I went to the dentist when I had dental insurance. He's like, oh, you don't have an electric toothbrush i'm like uh, uh no and he's like okay well you better get one they're like 250 dollars, or maybe not that much but it was pretty expensive they're expensive more, yeah more than yeah, the dollar toothbrush like you can bucks, get but still pretty expensive for a toothbrush yeah yeah i'm used to the fucking like the packet target it's got like three for a dollar i'm like how much damage was i doing to myself by using those for so long I do yeah. think they exaggerate a bit. Dentists just always seem to like be way more judgmental than any doctor ever. Yeah. 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 But then, you know, when they do that thing, when they scrub like the, like they put that paste on the thing and they, it's almost like they're giving you a power wash or like a, they're scrubbing on your teeth, like yeah. in circles. And then like after that, you feel like how clean your teeth are and you're like, man, I've been doing it all wrong. Yeah. It should be oh, like yeah. that all the time. And yeah. I think a big thing with like dental hygiene also is like, obviously it's like we all have mouths, right? And you want it to not look And I must awful. scream, yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> another thing too is like, if you don't like brush your teeth and shit like properly, like along the line, I think that that leads to like heart disease and shit, like all these other diseases from just like the plaque that like builds up in your mouth, then goes into like your stomach, which then goes into your bloodstream and then builds up in your heart and then you die. Somebody out there so. is having a panic attack right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. One thing I want to get eventually is uh Steve-O from Jackass was on this uh, GQ series called Essentials. And he showed like this little water pick that like jet shoots water in between your teeth, like, yeah. like kind of like. And when I saw that, I was like, "Fuck, I'm I'm gonna get that. It's 150 dollars, but I am gonna get that one day because just to add an additional like safety measure to making sure that yeah. your mouth is as clean as possible. I like floss, and I use those little things that like go between your teeth, and then I have I like uh anybody have a wire between or behind their their bottom oh, row like a retainer thing yeah i no, have one I of those don't. so i have to I like don't. use one of those like hook things to like mm. get whatever so i'm essentially flossing three times a day so like Damn. i don't yeah. think i need a water pick that's too <laughs> this is too much this is too involved at this point point. speaking fact. of involved 
Oh, go ahead, Jeb. One last. I think we can close out the, the teeth yeah. part of Next the show. Next time, we'll just talk about this the whole time. We can do a whole episode. This should be the show. <laughs> no, I, well, I'll just say I, real I do that quick, too much. Uh, going back to Grant, like this is a fake tooth right here. I was born without this tooth. So yeah, like, oh, okay. much like Grant, because we have fake stuff in their mouth that does require more maintenance. So I guess that just kind of becomes a normal yeah. thing. Uh, well, that was dentist... an amazing voicemail and prompted such wonderful discussion. <laughs> yeah, that was like a ten minute debate. I like the next week if somebody could just call in and like ask what our favorite color is or something. Yeah, we could, or like we could really go some, off. Someone figure out the 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 uh, the disagreement with the mouthwash thing because I need. Yeah, to know, yeah, I, I want to know. I always I had know. heard like that it's basically useless, but I don't know. I mean, I, if it's useless, I don't want to keep buying it, but I I feel like it's doing something. Yeah, I don't want to have a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the bigger problem was when it like most mouthwashes used to have alcohol in them, and then people mm-hmm. would say, "Well, like, don't do that because it just dries out like your mouth, and then that makes it worse for cavities and shit." But um, three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one, or you can send us an audio file or an email to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail dot com. Ask Jab. us about our hair care routines. I have opinions. <laughs> oh, we could go on that too. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, oh, yeah, really quick. I want to mention uh, patreon.com slash thought cops. We yes. uh, it's probably going to be up by the time this episode's up, but we had an excellent conversation about the movie Oppenheimer uh, with our friend Josh, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sleep Science. We also Oppenheimer together. We talked about what the seats at the theater were like, what happened in the bathroom. There's a bathroom story. I'm not going to spoil it, but Ooh. something happened to me. Something horrible happened to me at the bathroom <laughs> at the movie theater. It was a skibbity toilet related. not that scary but it was it was a a little bit invasive and you gotta listen to the episode to find out patreon.com slash thought cops we also talk about the movie Oppenheimer Um, check that out but yeah Jab thank you so much for coming on the show if you can let everybody know where they can find all your wonderful stuff on the computer or phone yes Thank you so much for having me on again. Um, yeah. Same same as usual, Jab50N everywhere. Jab50N on Twitter. Jab50N on you. Oh, I'm fuck. Shit. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe by the time this episode's out, the channel will be back up. Hopefully, Markiplier could come through for you. Yeah. Hashtag free Jab. Yeah. Uh, Everybody jab. tweet at Markiplier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, eventually, I might just have to make a new channel and make a video explaining it. But uh, until then... I'm Jab 50 and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is probably going to be the main place I'm at until until my YouTube comes back. Uh, but on the other, in the meantime, twitch.tv slash funny rave. Uh, we are funnier rave on Twitter because our first one got banned. I think I talked about that in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's where y'all can find me. Um, have have very hyper fixated conversations with me on Twitter, please. I enjoy it. And yeah, thanks again for having me. I always oh, love anytime, anytime. Me. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Well, not literally anytime. Like probably like a little bit after this comes yeah, out. Yeah. Like don't after have... we like stop recording, I don't want you back. Yeah. I'm gonna go to sleep after this. Yeah, I got. You. I got. I do. I do have stuff to do. I want to watch more of that guy's videos. Colin, leave a voicemail about sleep hygiene. I want to talk about that too. Yeah. You know what? There's so much like great conversation. Like that just like goes to show, like what Asterios was saying. He's like, you guys are interesting. I'm like, no, nah, I don't, no, no, no. But then like, <laughs> look at how much we have to say. Like, I, I feel like so much of my life is spent going down like rabbit holes of like, <laughs> like when I, like when I was looking into what kind of toothbrush to buy and everything right. like that, I'm like, I spent so long researching it. I'm like wire cutter and shit and just like, I need the perfect toothbrush. Yeah. And now I have a fucking, I finally have an outlet to share all this knowledge I've gained. 
So ask us for an open book. It's what every white dude wants. An outlet to share all the knowledge. <laughs> Finally. We Finally. Nobody wanted to listen, but now now we're podcasting, so. And yeah, patreon.com slash thought cops. Check that out too. And thank you again, Jab, for being on the show. Thank you, Grant, for doing this wonderful show with me. We'll see you on the other side. See you, Space Cop. Check out Skibbity Toilet. Thank you.